Hello and welcome to Resident Advisors Exchange, our series of conversations with the artists, labels and promoters shaping the electronic music landscape. My name's Mark Smith and I'm the tech editor at Resident Advisor. This week's exchange is with Livio and Robbie. The Romanian duo have released popular tech house and minimal on labels like Vacant and Desolate, but their chemistry is best showcased in their DJ sets. They've been playing together most weekends for the past 10 years, so RA's Matt Unicomb travelled to their studio in Bucharest to learn about the subtle art of the back-to-back set. As always, you can find our full archive of exchanges at residentadvisor.net and follow us on SoundCloud at ra-exchange. The exchange with Livio and Robbie is up next. studio how often are you making beats in here we are here more than making music and sometimes we make music more than being here in the house so it's like almost every day all your time spent in robbie's house i wonder how much has been spent in this room 60 percent more I think it's, yeah i think it's more i think it's like 80 around 80 percent 80 yeah. 85 <laughs> yeah we kill it we kill the studio together my like um Remember back in the days we were like in the studio, we had a studio in uh, downtown. We're in a studio more than we'd be in a house. So that was like uh, a lot, a lot of time spending in the studio. Eight like, years ago, remember? Yeah. like Yeah, eight, yeah eight, eight to ten years ago, like smoking like hell, of course, not, not smoking. We had like, like a basement. We're like, a really big fan of basement of Coca-Cola and this stuff and I like rubbish uh, food that we don't we never gonna go back snacks, eating like snacks. shitty snacks and um, so snacks s- staying there like I think we just we uh, end up being there for for days and we um, didn't know what day is today anymore like hey what what is night or day because you we didn't have any window you know it's just a basement yeah and uh, it was like just get lost in the studio so <laughs> now you have windows you've upgraded yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's better. Is it's that a balcony five. over there that I see? What's yeah. this door? Uh, yeah. It's it's a balcony, and then wow. uh, there's a there's a tree and a, a house, and there's it's a, a dog you can actually. hear in the background, like as well. Yeah. We have a dog too. Yeah. So, <laughs> so how much time do you guys spend together? It's a pretty huge amount, I think. Uh, too much time, actually. Sometimes we're taking breaks. <laughs> It's like uh, difficult to take breaks because we ca- we kind of really good connected, you know. And um, if we don't spend time being together, um, 
face to face or making music or we have to do some stuff around or even like stuff you have to be collective you know just do stuff around what we do like i don't know sometimes papers payments visas uh, interviews and all this kind of stuff makes us being together so which is which is which is pretty a lot of time you know and how does the dynamic work is one guy more grumpy one more happy well depends like- on the depends on the day let's say i mean sometimes um can be a bad day for for everybody you know so it can be a bad day for me or tomorrow can be a bad day for Livio at the end it's good that we are two and we have a balance and um it's not good when we are both grumpy yeah how often does <laughs> that happen yeah because that's the thing when one is grumpy and if the other is happy it obviously that's a huge advantage for you guys yeah. because the other one can lift if we are mood. grumpy if we are both grumpy we uh, I don't know we end up in a ring and uh, have a box match and that's it <laughs> yeah we kind of find um, balance to uh, accept each other, you know. So yeah, you know, you're not just the uh, thing. Yeah, call me back later when more kind of kind of okay. So yeah, maybe uh, we don't know the per- uh, the percentage. So you know? who talks the most on our flights and who sleeps the most? I'm I'm I, I really cannot sleep in the flight. So I think for Livio it's more easier to sleep. I on love the flight. to sleep, and I'm easy. I mean, as soon as I get in the plane, I don't know why it's happened to me, and I hear many people the same. Like just feeling a bit of slow, uh, I could sleep. It depends again, you know. I'm lucky because on the long distance, I can I can do that if I'm tired. So it helps in a way. It's a gift, man, to be able to sleep. It's a it's a gift, yeah, for sure. I only can sleep in a plane if I um, if I'm really tired. If I I don't know playing for one two days and then I, I i didn't had any sleep for 24 hours maybe maybe i can sleep in a plane one two hours but then it's not really my thing i prefer to read a book or watch a movie i cannot sleep in a plane it's not it's not my thing even pretty long flights like yeah to America I or can, something. I, no i re- usually i cannot but lately i kind of started to to sleep a little bit so but as a usual thing not really nothing for me are you guys ever djing separately in romania yes we did this before i think like um, 10 years and even more even more like coming 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 back yeah but these like, days it's almost always together uh yeah. since we yeah. form a duo yes oh, wow. we always like playing together yeah nice how did you meet i guess you get asked this all the time but it's always nice to uh, remember that moment, actually. So we, uh, it's okay. It's okay. This question, we like this question. <laughs> I used to have a studio uh, downtown. At some point, we had a we had a common friend, a girl that uh, introduced us, and she believed that we'll get uh, good together, we'll get along together. So she uh, she introduced us, and I met Livio. We tried to work uh, on something together, and then uh, yeah, we clicked. You know, like was. Um, was a good uh, collaboration we we kind of felt uh each other we kind of was we were both on the same direction and um we were both following kind of the same path and uh yeah we um end up doing another track and another track and another one and then at the end we formed a duo we said okay like really it's just better so how often do you get to play in romania let's say almost every month more or less like when exactly like that time or now also. now yeah because yeah. this is the one it's like we were speaking about yesterday i find this so interesting uh that like romania has to be one of the few countries where you can be a full-time like traveling dj 
and still play in your home country very often. Yeah, because I think the the market here um, is offering this, like comparing with other countries, like you said. Here you can still do that. Like there is a huge scene. There is a big scene in Bucharest of underground uh, music and parties. Um, then another few cities like Cluj, Timisoara, Craiova. You can just tour around Romania and... Um, I think it's very nice actually because you get connected with your with your scene. So we're kind of bound here. That's know? that's that's a crazy thing. Like uh it's gotta be like the Romanians are the only ones that didn't all of a sudden move to Berlin, you know? Like it's it's just it really seems like London, Berlin and like Bucharest are the three spots where if you wanna be like a professional DJ, you can easily live there. You know, that, that that's like, good in a way actually that's good that's good we're kind of okay with that we like didn't feel to move or live in other places because we got like to raise our own thing here and even based on our own cds and stuff it was, it was like why we should move to berlin you know or like why not but it was not uh, us and not uh, people we know in the mu music industry that they, they did it at the moment it's not uh, not only at the moment it's very important to play in your own country and if you can't just find a way to do it because that's your bridge that's your authentic background which is good and um, we used to play more in Romania in the beginning like uh, 10 years ago but now it's most time that you can play and it's more selective like uh, there were, you know clubs are more well orientated in uh, in, uh, in your profile and you get more quality than quantity we kind of balance how much you play now in uh, romania and bucharest and abroad so you don't overkill it is it possible to make a living as a dj in romania without traveling abroad like are there djs maybe that i would never would have heard of that are still basically living off djing just playing in romania i, th I suppose so yeah i think it's possible There are a couple of spots in Bucharest and a couple of spots in the in the country, as I said before. So you can easily have a tour here, and you can easily play, um, let's say, every week, in order to get to get yourself like a decent living, you know. So yeah, I think it's I think it's possible. And I also I want to mention that because you said about Berlin and you compare Berlin and Bucharest and London being like. Um, more or less, you know, the cities or capital of underground music, you know, you can just have good parties and and stuff. I think Berlin and London, they are very cosmopolitan cities. Uh, and Bucharest is not really. So Bucharest is holding more the DJ, the Romanian DJs, you know, uh, because Berlin is holding international DJs, everybody, you know, like a lot of people move there. So it's not only, let's say, German DJs or, you know, so... It's a little bit different, but yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I guess, uh, yeah, there aren't so many people moving to Romania for music. I guess everyone just goes to Berlin. Yeah, that's it. That's that's the difference. I wonder what it would be. I wonder if it will start happening eventually. I that would be interesting. Would oh, be we, interesting. Heard, we heard a couple of people, like uh, very few, but not much. Yeah. They were coming traveling and try even leaving to Romania to f understand the Romanian house movement and stuff, some stuff like that. Yeah, which is cool. Easy, you know, it's much easier. Like uh, to get a place here, making friends here, get in the studio with some, some guys and uh, just be around. It's easy. It's like much easier than other places. And people are welcome, you know. Do you think there are lots of jobs where you can just speak English? I guess in this develop, like if you're a programmer or something. <laughs> yeah. You can 
I mean, I think most of the people um, here uh, in Bucharest, they they speak English. It's really easy if you're a foreigner coming here to um, get along with people from Bucharest because they, let's say, the majority of the people speaks English, so it's easy to communicate. It's not really a problem and they don't feel like not speaking with you in English or something, you know, that people are welcoming. I don't know why people don't do that. Yeah, they don't. Really they should come here more often. Especially seeing how, like, obsessed people are with this Romanian, like, sound or whatever. There's so many people coming for Sunwaves and to come to parties. You would think that they would also then move. This would be a cool move, you know, come, coming to Sunwaves and then just stay here. <laughs> Maybe it happened. Like, uh, well, they do that, you know, just coming for Sunwaves and stay for like two weeks extra. And yeah, yeah, for sure. They or something that. like that, which is a good start, you know. So why not? Why not? They're more than welcome, you know. Everyone knows that Bucharest has a lot of events going on. There are so many DJs here. Has it been like this since the 90s? The scene started late, late 90s, beginning of 2000 and then was changing all the time actually the scene improved a lot in the last couple of years and uh, was always improving you know we had um the beginnings were back in the back in the days in 2000 it was difficult it was a difficult period no access to information no access to music but um people had courage in that period of time to do parties you know like the the owners of the clubs they're initiating bringing djs uh that were famous in that era uh and then um start uh, things were start to roll you know like easily slowly and until we got here in this point you know i would say the beginning was late 90s early 2000 and is this were you djing back then livia the first time i was djing it was 1994 but in the 90s i was you know in the development process i was like into the music and somehow really was that the big sound no, no, not even not, not even progressive house followed up in like uh, 1998, 2000. It was a long process, but that time we didn't play. I was I didn't play, and no one was playing Romania techno or progressive or any any type of house music. It was just um, back in the day we play like tapes, like dance music, like uh, um, stuff like you hear in the in the televisions. You know, it was like really early time. So no no mod no modern music let's say, and it was, it was like you know very interesting. So people might not believe that, but there were the times you know. So music exists like parties and discotheques and like small clubs. Clubs actually the name for a club comes really late. You didn't know about the club you know concept. Bucharest has some like couple of them. But that time we were at this point on this level, you know. The scene uh, comes to to life when actually people understand and there were more clubs, there were more access to the music. We uh, developed um, after after the 90s uh, to middle 90, 95, 96. And then, and then after 2000, I think then the people start to uh, uh, understand the concept of clubs and music, and then later on, even we we had our first music magazine. Then we kind of start to create a scene, you know, DJs, more DJs, less producers, and it was a long process. And do you see the scene as like? Do you think it's in a healthy place right now? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Right, right now it's very mature. It's very, um, it's very, uh, it's, it's very upgraded scene. I would say, and people understand and they have expectations. Also, DJs or performers, they 
also trying to to be the best you know for for the people for the crowds that are really educated in this kind of for this kind of sound and it is not only this kind of sound it's just like many kind of sounds also and so that's the interesting thing is like so much is done to such like a high quality the mixes are smooth the sound systems are good it's just fascinating that there's so much emphasis on quality i wonder where it comes from it's a rare thing where else is putting so much emphasis on good sound there are the three clubs in romania probably have you can't find clubs in berlin with to sound that good you couldn't find three look how much smaller bucharest is yeah you know that, like yeah this is how we saw yesterday in just a random place uh where you, they get food and drinks a great sound system just for listening and even comparing with other places was there some guy in the early days that was some sound freak and then everyone said this is how it has to be there used to be a legendary club uh la mania on the seaside that uh had the best sound system in romania for sure and they from my point of view uh, back in uh, 2000 you know from that that period they offer an example because everybody was going there to party so i think that place was an example for everybody as how and also for, from people uh, from outside romania for DJs, famous DJs, they came and they appreciate how that club is built and how the sound is. So I would say that that place offered a good example, let's say. I know people like one of my good friends, how they were doing it back in the time, like 90s, after 90s, even before 90s. People who got a little bit access to the information and own actually a couple of speakers, uh, homemade speakers and uh, amplifiers and you know all this kind of stuff they were actually uh they own properties and they rented to the places or they just wanted to a party they just like made uh, homemade stuff and then just put their own speakers over there and those people they were passionate about the sound and they learned over time how is to be louder how is to be more warm how is to be it's like a long process even if i was like 94 uh those guys they were just having uh discotheque in a season in, in Mamaya and Constanza in the in the seaside so the, they were just like bringing their own manufactured speakers and you know they, they get burned out and then repaired and then somehow those people later on they had access to import uh, more equipment and present it and uh, sell it to the clubs or discotheques or then sponsorships and you know this is how this they evolve in sound and function one is the main thing here Are most people using function one yeah i think people likes function one these days it's and um, most popular it's very popular in in romania and in bucharest what do you guys like if it's if it's really well, well um tweaked function one system i think should be being take taken care of and i think an engineer should know what he's doing and tweak it in the right way for the right place yeah, so you should if you have a club you should tweak it for that room and so on so then this system will become really amazing otherwise function one is tricky can sound not so good if it's not well just makes everything sound like techno like yeah. makes everything sound like this harsh exactly. kish, kish, yeah hats like mm -hmm. yeah yeah the more you play in a system the more you can adjust and the more you hear to other system you can do a compare you can compare and yeah i think function one We good with function one if they fit if it fits with the place, and more with the DJ boots because that's very important. Not so many people talk about it, but the sound in the DJ booth is so important, isn't it? 
you need to hear what you're doing clearly. And then also like if you get to the DJ booth and the sound is bad, you like lose motivation or something, you know? Exactly. Like, you know, oh, I can't hear the track. I can't hear the bass line so good. So. Yeah, I can hear motivation, can get frustrated and then it can end up in a really um, a shitty night, you know? So that's why I think it's really important to have the DJ booth well prepared and the booth actually. So in order to play vinyls and not having problems, you know, the club owners or people who who's organizing this kind of places they you know they should get their experience over over time so in the end they would know how to build a dj booth proper sound system there you know so i think it's really really important and uh, sometimes it's not happening yeah. you know that's the that's the thing sometimes it's not happening but yeah uh, one thing what which is the difference the the good different they they did you know it's like a club owner if you don't know how to make your sound system call a guy who can who can do it and they understand like the the sound they have to belong to a really a good company who can who can do it so that's very important before they understand this it was just like why do i need uh, to spend another couple of thousand and just put a monitor for you as a dj i don't even they, they don't even respect that you know well a big topic at the moment is everyone is complaining that you can't that so often you go to a club and you can't play vinyl properly like I, what's your experience with that is it it feels like that's all everyone complains unfortunately about it's 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 truth uh, it's the truth um it's really often you end up being in a place and the vinyl uh you, you cannot play vinyl for for different reasons because of the monitors you cannot play or it's jumping or the needle is jumping because i don't know it's the the turntable is not well it's on top of the subwoofer or stuff like that you know so i think it's a lot of more a lot of work to do in this direction you know a lot of work to do and what happens when you say to someone do you tell the club like hey man i can't play vinyl and they're like what do they say i mean of course people try to help and try to solve the problem most of the time but the funny thing which i don't understand it's when you have a rider and they say yes and then when you go there it's actually they're not working and but you learn you know to make a little bit of a small adjustment on the way you might travel with your own kit but yeah sometimes it just just happen you know like uh, you can't play you can't play vinyl at all which is sad yeah because it's more fun <laughs> yeah of course and it's more diverse and and the sound is different and so on and not only yeah i mean sometimes you just want to play those records and then but not playing it you just like you have to change your whole whole sound or whole set so how does it work with you so you're you're playing back to back all the time basically one track each yeah do you know all of each other's tracks now like how often will livio play something that you don't know this hap- is happening i mean it's nice um because it's like we are in a continuous search for for new music and of course when you hear new tracks you know it's like uh, what's it's, this it's, like, yeah it's yeah. it's it's really cool um to surprise we like you know i like when he surprised me or i surprise him with new music and what is this you know it's like it's it's cool it's a cool thing for sure when you come up with something old or something like yeah. y- you didn't play it for such a long time you want to play it again cause just if it's a fitting, yeah, you know. Just, oh, that's, what is, that's I know this, but ah, what, what right. is this? Sometimes it's our own track, and I was like, "Hey, dude, hey, it's our track." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we made this yesterday. That? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's such a good feeling, like uh, when you're playing with someone, 
and you know you have this bomb that you know your friend is gonna like and it's like such a nice feeling you like mix it in and you yeah, watch them sure. as you are yeah sure. and that's that's the moment when you think hey maybe alzheimer is coming <laughs> should i take it <laughs> with some some stuff like i don't remember yeah we yeah. did it yesterday <laughs> and then and then the next day you just don't remember what what's this what was that <laughs> That's that's a should, should uh, take it easy with I don't know with what. So do you have to when you're playing back to back all the time? Like, are you constantly talking? Are no, actually we don't. We don't happening? talk at all. Almost just when he's telling me sometimes like to quit the cigarette or something. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But um, it's not like oh, okay. It's it's not saying stuff. Oh, we should play something more no, uh, no, no. percussive or it's just, no. We just we are kind of um, sometimes you have a flow. Do. Yeah, sometimes you do your own, but you just like we, you know, it creates a read mind or a read of the gest gesture, you know, like you know how to adjust this. Or sometimes you have to speak, you know, like couple of stuff. But um, yeah, of course, not it's too not much talk. Speaking, you know, not too much speaking in the booth because it's just, just not good. necessary actually. So interesting, like playing together so much. Like, like what happens if Livio is playing? too chilled music for the situation like does it ever happen where then is the moment you then is the moment you talk <laughs> you're like hey man I mean, what's like, going no, on no no it's like uh you know you have to if the one goes to left or to down or to up like you can your next your next thing you can you can just direct him you know like you just, just like adjust change the know? mood and and you know exactly but sometimes even playing random that's not really um you have to be in the same in the same uh, mood or, or driving you just it's, it's come up interesting you know like one it's uh, two tracks mixing differently they cre can create a nice moment so if it doesn't work then you kind of hey let's just go back to deep or like some t some stuff like that but yeah yeah I would say it's uh, sometimes it's an advantage to to be together you know two people because if one goes goes wrong let's say the other one can repair and um it always will be a balance you know and you don't have this kind of really abrupt uh, kind of changes or so you can easily keep the track you know on the keep the you know keep the ship straight <laughs> yeah who plays the first track usually <laughs> Livio plays the first track. No, uh, yeah, Livio plays. Should, I like. I like to. I like, I like to, to. Yeah. Let Livio play the first start, track. Start or it's not like I have to or something. We just like I don't know. Comes easy. It depends. Most of the time he starts. Sometimes I start as well. And are you both doing? You're both doing pretty long mixes. Yeah. Like transitions. Yeah. 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 Do you have to be careful to leave your friend enough time to? It's uh, like you that's ever seen. Very, that's a. Uh, that's a good. That's a good question. I just watched this. Uh, there's this video of Villalobos playing with Radu or Raresh. I can't remember. You know this Robert Hood baby baby. Yeah. Like yeah. he's basically like doing the usual Ricardo like fader thing for almost for the whole track and leaves uh, Radu like 20 seconds to uh, mix out on. That's the thing when you're doing such long mixes. Well, it, this can be again the moment when we speak again. Like, hey man. Like, <laughs> Like what's going on? Sometimes it's 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 good to have a long track, you know, in order to to have time to prepare the next one and to have a smooth, nice transition. Of course, sometimes there are just short tracks and you don't have time to edit them, and then you end up in this situation, which is not really cool. So yeah, you also you can you know, so many times you play you you learn the you learn the trick how you do it. Ask for a third of or the fourth CD player and you can just 
play something under like a layer or stuff some stuff like that you get your own tools um so then when ricardo's playing 45 minute track you can go see your friends in the back come back you know and you got to your loop ready no problem you know you can you can just let him let him uh play whatever so but yeah that's also when you are in the mood to do that why not why not because it's working it's just a moment is there some sense of like competition where like oh i'm playing this bomb like look at the reaction i got oh no i no this is totally wrong um and it's a i think it's a kind of negative way of doing things and um cannot be nothing good uh af- afterwards you know not, nothing it not, it's not triggering anything good this is where back to backs go wrong is yeah. when someone is trying to uh also it depends how you uh, what's your perception about that you know because you can also take it into a different different way not like an ego stuff so just like yeah if you really believe in a record it's going to be a bomb and rise this rise different, different different situation rise up yeah exactly to your uh, next level you want to play the same and you're going to kill this place like um, name let's say those guys apollonius amazing how they can end it up in such a uh, beautiful like ev- almost every track closing in dc10 or ending of night or when they're doing them them big house stuff you know all those hits all those all those classical music one by one they are super big so he's playing at Donna Summer, the other guy's playing something like even, you know, so they, the way they mix it. So it's not a, it's not an ego thing to rock a party, you know, with a, with a big hit. And um, that's why they're very well known about playing big records. What does a back-to-back duo need to be successful? I think it needs a lot of background and history. And of course, same taste in music. And experience, yeah. Exper- a lot of experience, I think sometimes can end really bad a back-to-back if two people they don't know each other even though they kind of know as friends or whatever but they don't play together and then can end up bad i mean not a disaster but um you know not really not really cool it would have been better if just one person was exactly you know uh so i think it's just you need a lot of experience and um a lot of empathy as well and you know just sometimes to make a compromise and stuff like that in order to keep the track I think the experience is the most important thing and when you're DJing alone I guess you don't do it so much anymore but are you thinking a few tracks ahead because you know when most people are DJing solo they'll yeah. have like three okay yeah. and three tracks yeah you that's how you do and ha- yeah. so you guys are also thinking yeah but without uh, man, that's pretty crazy being able to do it without talking so much but you still know where you want to go yeah after all this time I guess it's kind of normal like um also don't need also from a gesture or from just you know you can kind of feel it we kind of feel it you don't need to talk about it again it's like it, it depends you know it depends like two tracks together two track different tracks they can give you a different mood and then you follow that if you program everything in your head before and you follow the move also it's it's good so it's not like uh it's not like a rule you know it can be different both good or maybe both bad yeah, I was trying to think, like, what other people have been DJing together for so long? You said Audiofly, but there's, like, I guess Mandy? You know these guys, these get yeah. musical dudes? Yeah, 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 for they sure. They also played yeah. for a long time, but there's not many, man. Like As a duo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially actually. in this, like, uh, this deep, pousy, like, minimal whatever. You guys have got to be, like, the only ones, you know? The end. 
after 10 years, after 10 more years, we're going to be the only ones. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Mostly, uh, I don't know much right now to mention. But like people, you know, playing together back to back, even if they're not a duo, like people like they're supposed to make some records in the back and now they have the same lineup and sometimes they have to play back to back. Back to back is good. Even it's nice when three people are played together, you know. So when's the last time you guys played alone, like separately? When um, when one of us is missing the flight. <laughs> yeah, that was also, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the moment. <laughs> that, that's the moment. Who misses the most like, flights? Usually we don't miss flights, but sometimes it happens to have um, issue, visa issues or somebody, um, you know, forgets the passport at home, stuff like that. So how is it to play alone? Really weird? <clears throat> or you're like yes finally <laughs> <laughs> no it's, it's 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 fine even though the problem is I would say um, for me for example it's it's totally fine but the, the club and the people that comes there they have different expectations and um, obviously they want the duo it's to perform Robbie. so Everyone it's like it's just half half, yeah, half, half of the quality <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah when you first started the duo was it hard to get bookings because people didn't want to pay so much like for flights? This can happen also now, like can happen all the time. People think, and it's normal to think about that, you know, like they have to pay flights, two, two flights, you know, two hotels, yeah. like everything twice. Even if you're three, if you're a, th- a trio, it's even, oh, yeah, it's even worse. Prim- yeah. Plus the gear. Plus yeah, the but gear then, then it's much down. better they don't, you know. If they don't afford to, to to have you, so at least you know you, you don't pay the sure. money. That's good. That's w- okay. Worth no it. problem. The other worth people it. in clubs that they they want to do it. You know, it was not worth it. But uh, yeah, but it's like sometimes you know people have uh, limited budgets, and then it's up to you how you can fit. It's like if you have a profile, there are places that they pay very low, but it's good still to play there. Um, but in the end, you have to make a living. So, so did you start getting bookings pretty? quickly after putting out the first records mm, slowly really? slowly we started here like really we con- we we continue live continue what he did before me as well so we continue um we started we started a duo producing and then we started playing together easily like but we're still playing separately in that period of time mostly in romania touring here until at some point when we started to get more hype outside and people start started to book us more um outside Romania as well yeah professional bookings um, abroad they happen late you know it was a long process comes once we we start to have a lot of records out uh, and someone who can properly manage that you know or do it and also by ourselves is there someone leading the selection somehow just say you feel like playing acid style sounds will you just do it and then livio figures out how to match okay you you gave, you gave like let's say a little bit more extreme example but i i got the point and i think yeah sometimes it's just you know can happen that uh, livio has has better intuition let's say you know in order to make the party right or i have it in one night so i kind of follow him or he follows me somehow you know sometimes we're uh, most of the time we're both there but yeah, sometimes it happens just to it's and then it's it's better to follow you know the the right you know the right way. Like he sees like okay yeah. cool this sw- this crowd yeah he sees like he plays some swangy house thing yeah and you say okay cool this is working this is then, I will also- then I will follow yeah for example can can be a situation. So how often do you see DJs like just say you're playing in some random club in France? 
How often will you see a DJ you like? Some local dude or girl. Someone told me almost never. <laughs> One DJ told me like, um, yeah, never. But I just wonder if you have a different experience. Like where you think, hey, he's playing cool stuff. Yeah, it, hap- it happens. Yeah, it happens, man. Of course. Um, We're always looking for that. I mean... And it's always nice to... to see we someone. would expect that, actually. And I would like... I would love to see a warm-up act doing the right the right things before, um, you know, I don't know, a main act or whatever you want, we want to call it. Because I think it's very difficult to make a, a proper warm-up. And, it, a warm-up. and it's, um, it's a whole, you know, we can speak a lot about this because not a lot of people knows how to do it. So sometimes it's just killing killing the party you know so how yeah like how often will you get to a party and it's totally inappropriate music before you before it used to happen more actually now uh, nowadays i don't think it happened so so often because i think the bookings are more um you know niche let's say and i think we are addressing on a proper crowd that knows what to expect and also the warm-up dj knows what to do before so it's better now than before before you could easily see you know the crowd change and the places are changing the whole concept change actually about uh, going out and performing so most people are more more most of the promoter they don't want to build a night like that having a warm-up these days in Bucharest, you can find, you can still, I mean, like, you can still go, or for a all-night-long party of a label or of, a, like, we have a label, we do a party, we know to book our warm-up DJ, our kid, he knows how to do it. It's not only about um, how to play, it's very, I think, part of the understanding of the warm-up right now, it's not what exactly you play you have to like keep it in the level or something like that but uh, how you play it even the adjustment adjustment of the uh, master volume it's very important leave a little bit of headroom for the next guy for a kid who understand that for me it's a big thing happening so i saw that recently uh, in a club in bucharest which impressed me you know so he was like wow this is this isn't we are here we're good after all this year, we're good. I think this, this kind of people that understands also get the respect that they they want and they need from, yeah, let's say, I don't know, maybe bigger DJs or older DJs, which is very important. It's very, very important. So this is like the case when the guy knew that the sound system, it's a little bit loud, monitors are a little bit loud, he just adjusted in a way that, you know, I would do the same, but then he knew and he took his job properly. He did it, leaving a little bit of the headroom. It was like for me having a full full respect, you know, about that. Who was this guy? Uh, yeah, of course, I remember. It was the night uh, who played that night. Uh, yeah, actually, it's, uh, it's a new kid called Krihan. Uh, he's making, start making some also good music. And the uh, main act, he was our friend Arapu. It was a good night in in a, in a club called Eden right here, so they really have it. So that was really good. You know, it's like really impressed me. Whatever he does, does this, it was for me. It's it's a it's a go. It's it's cool. Just say you're playing a warm up set. Do you think from the beginning to the time you hand it over to the next DJ, is it totally smooth like a gradual rise, or or is it about kind of up and down up down of course still smooth but are you kind of teasing should you be like okay i'm gonna play something a bit more energetic now and then bring it back down again 
or do you think it should be just a gradual rise? Or it depends on the I think it depends what you want to bring the this what you want to do with the crowd and how you are in the situation. I would I would say like for personal taste I would not go like gradually, you know, like getting to a highest peak or something. I like kind of uh, more wavy, like more like a story that, you know, fits in a warm-up or at that hour and I think it's more interesting to hear like a story like that from a DJ rather than um, building, building, building and at some point you don't have, you know, any more bricks or <laughs> and then it's just everything collapsing <laughs> or something, I don't know. Um, but depends also on the on the place, the club, the club, the crowd. It depends, really. Yeah. Depends what you can afford to do with that night and the, the set and where you're playing. But also, I will uh, really appreciate to keep it going on the kind of the same level. You know, nothing changed. You can just do it for a long time, but don't miss the vibe and just kill it and keep everyone in the same place, but not being all over the place, you know, neither progressively uh, playing or... And so it, that's very, very important how to like keep keep it there same kind of mood sometime but just you know i think this is the hardest thing actually uh, keeping keeping keep this doing energy it exactly keeping the energy i think that's the real that's what makes the great djs great i yeah. think that's what separates profession like you know professional level djs that can make actually average bedroom i DJ. think that can make that can that can make a, a a good set a good set out out of it i don't know they can they can be other different approach that can make a dj famous you know but this is one of my favorite style you know so how do you do that is it about knowing the different energy levels of tracks first of all you have to have these tracks all like all this music so you have to, your selection have to be this way you have to have this kind of set and then do something about edits or you know also the vibe of the tracks are the way you're playing it, the way you're keeping it that's a whole process you know that can can make you be in into it and without controlling very well the tracks without knowing very well and what you're playing that you can have a surprise that this track is out of the range or the mood it's not difficult to have a selection of tracks that are all the same but it's difficult to make it interesting mm-hmm. 